0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Holistic Finance. I am Ryan Burklow. and I'm Alex Collins. And on today's episode, we've got a question for you, and that question is: When did you, or will you, make financial education a priority?
1: Yeah, this is a topic that's near and dear to my heart uh, for for a host of reasons. But uh, first and foremost, um, you know, my my mom's a uh, spent her career as a teacher, um, teaching, you know, first grade and second grade, um, and you know, I, I've learned that from her. I, I really enjoy educating and helping people, and coaching people, and and leading people to, to learn more about various different topics.
0: It, you know, it's let's just call it out. You know, our education system has not done. I would say a good job, but maybe any job towards educating our our kids and even in college, unless you're taking economics courses and even economics courses, I'm not sure really takes you to the, like the, the true, just kind of like finance one-on-one type conversations um, that, that some people just have never received. And because of that, they've got different perceptions of money. They have different education around money and it can get scary. Well, and survey after survey
1: uh, like that's done of the American public says that we fail at financial literacy, being able to understand how basic things like compound interest, uh, loans, mortgages, like how some of these basic different concepts work. Um, and so it's, it's really not hard to see that uh, like why we struggle with doing things like retirement planning and benefit planning and how to run a, co- a company and things of that nature when we don't have the, the basic understanding of how finances actually work.
0: Yeah. And, and when we go in and we're speaking at colleges like Bastille or we're speaking on different webinars with the NMSA, right? A common almost at the end of every webinar, someone will come up to us and say, yeah, we wish we were being taught more stuff about, well, business planning, and, but also money. And not that money, and I've realized the people that are listening to this, we realize that money is not the carrot, like it's not the thing that is, that is motivating you, right? But you, we also know, and so do you, that you have to have it to build your practice to be able to help the patients that you want to help.
1: Well, I mean, just think about it from a standpoint, if, if we were able to go ahead and be more efficient and effective with how we use money, how many more people could we help? How much bigger of a practice could we build? How much more of an impact on our community could we make?
0: Yeah. So <clears throat> Let's, you know, Alex. I, I think we've established the, you know, the financial mission here that that we're on, and we've also established the the lack of education that's out there. So if I'm listening, I might be wondering, okay, where do I go? Well, if you're listening, you're already, I think you're already in that first step, right? You're, you're actively reaching out and and looking for information about finances, which was the biggest mission of this podcast is helping the naturopath build your practice financially related. Other things is, you know, reaching out to different professionals in your life and ask them the question, where did you go to learn about money? or if you have a specific question right reach out to someone that you give credibility to and has the experience around that topic and i think it starts there and once you start getting some information and the the dark cloud that might be in your mind around money starts to become gray and maybe get starts to get clear because you're starting to get more information. Like when you first went to school and started learning how to become a naturopathic doctor, I can't imagine (laughs) that it just came naturally to every one of you.
1: I may be putting you on the spot a little bit here, Ryan. And, and I, like, I know the answer for me, the answer for me is I, I like, this is specifically what I went to, to school for and to college for, and, you know, roughly about uh, two thirds of my learning has been done through a formal education component, um, you know, whether that's industry specific or whether that's uh, um, school specific, but th- this wasn't what you went to school for. What is it that got you interested in finances and where, where did you learn early on?
0: You know, the big thing that got me interested in finances was was two things. Um, a, it was a chance um, meeting uh, with someone that was in uh, the financial planning arena and changed my perception of what a financial advisor or planner does. Then I took a step back and also... St- speak more about
1: that. How did they change your opinion? What was your opinion and what did it become?
0: Well, my opinion around financial advisors or planning was, oh, they just pick your investments and maybe they make you some money, right? It, it was almost like a, a a roulette or a craps table. Like, oh, I think heart eight's going to hit this, this year. So let's throw some money there. And so um, you
1: literally thought about it as like somebody who's essentially a professional gambler and, and their job was to help you with that?
0: I'm painting it more negative than I actually thought, um, but it was more of like, why couldn't, it was more of, well, I could do the same thing, right? Like they might be, have more knowledge around stuff, but I could just pick a, a different fund out there and have that diversity that I keep hearing we should have and do it myself. Like, but that's all I thought they did was manage investments. And I was like, well, I don't have enough wealth yet, right? When you think of a financial advisor, I guess the other piece of that is you think of people that might have millions of dollars, right? That need that money managed, and that was a whole nother conversation, right? So financial planner, at least the way in which you and I work with people is more around their, their money that's coming in the door and what they're doing with it. Where should they be putting it? Where sh- how much should be going towards student loans? How much should be going towards the practice? How much should be going towards retirement? How much should be going towards insurance? I, that stuff never entered my mind.
1: Yeah. Well, and, and, ultimately not just how much, but how do we be more efficient and effective with the, the tools and the structures that we use in, in addressing these things.
0: Yep. So, uh, you know, the point of this episode, you know, it's, it's pretty quick and short here, but we, we wanted to make sure that as you're getting out of school or as you're starting your practice, or maybe you're even, you know, mid career in your practice Have you put a financial education in any any type of priority level in your mind? And and where are you going for that? Which takes us to the question of the day, which I think I just ruined, Alex. (laughs) It's all good. (laughs) The
1: the question of the day is what resources are you using for your own financial education?
0: So head over to holistic-finance.com. At the bottom of that page, there's a spot for you to answer that question of the day. Uh, also, if you have any questions for us or topics that you want us to chat about, feel free to put it in there. A lot of these topics that we come, that we actually speak into are coming from you all. So thank you for the responses. If, if the podcast is valuable for you, if you're learning anything, share it, right? Give us a review. We, we want honest feedback. So please let us know how we're doing. Please share it. If you're getting, even if you're not getting valuable, let us know. And yeah, if you are getting valuable. What, what, can can we we do? <laughs> what can we do to improve? So with all that being said, we hope this episode was valuable for you. And as always, Mr. Collins,
1: make it a great day.
2: This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be construed as tax legal or investment advice. Although the information has been gathered from sources believed to be reliable, please note that individual situations can vary. Ryan and Alex are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities, LLC. OSJ 333 North Indian Hill Boulevard, Claremont, California, 91711, telephone 909-399-1100. Securities products and advisory services offered through Park Avenue Securities, Member FINRA, Civic. Financial representatives of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York. Park Avenue Securities is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Quantified Financial Partners is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. Brian Berklow, Air Insurance License Number One Five Three One Nine Four One Two, CA Insurance License Number Zero K Two Four Nine Two Four. Alexander Collins, Air Insurance License Number Seven Two Six Four Six Nine Nine, CA Insurance License Number Zero H Two Four Eight Zero Six.